Hello, reptile entrepreneurs. This is your host, Bill Strand. And we just got some news about some major changes to the Instagram app and the way that it's going to show you the home feed. And since this news may be bouncing around the internet, it's worth having a podcast episode to discuss what this means for us. Yes, this is off schedule, but the wonderful thing about uh, allowing myself Thursdays to do whatever I want, it means I can post my Thursday episode whenever I want. And this news is worth speaking about now. So the head of Instagram, Adam Mosseri, came out and said that there's going to be some changes to the Instagram feed in 2022. And the home feed that we're talking about is where you go and you scroll through all of the posts of the accounts that you follow and the accounts that Instagram thinks you would like to see. And this feed is a result of this uh, infamous algorithm that studies your behavior, your likes, your activities, and your follows, as well as the activities of the people that you interact with. And it puts together all of these signals and weights and figures out what kind of content you would like to see. So your home feed is a combination of the accounts that you follow and the accounts that Instagram believes that you will like. And that algorithm is uncannily accurate. The purpose for this algorithm, instead of just sending you a bunch of posts from the accounts that you follow, is that people follow too many accounts. And so there is literally too much for you to see. I follow over 500 accounts. If every one of them posted one a day, then that's a lot of posts for me to scroll through. And that's the whole reason why the algorithm was developed is because when Instagram grew and grew to the point where people's uh, accounts that they were following overwhelmed their ability to see, well, Instagram thought not all of that content is of the same quality. And so what we're going to do is make sure that the experience for the person who can only see, say, 10% of what's out there from the accounts that they follow, we want to make sure that that 10% is the best possible experience. Because, and that makes sense, if you like what you see, then you're going to stay on the app. You're going to spend time there. If you see a bunch of boring things, even though they're the accounts that you follow, then you're going to get off the app quickly. So Instagram is giving us what we want to see. That's the home feed. And it's not that they're necessarily deciding what to show you. They are looking at your behavior. So you are deciding what you see. And when you show Instagram that you like a certain something, it shows you more of that certain something. So that sounds reasonable, and it sounds like everybody should be happy. Well, they're not. Apparently, we humans don't know what's good for us. And we search for things and gravitate towards things that aren't necessarily good for our self-esteem. And this was in a report. I mean, I'm not making this up. Uh, There was a report talking about uh, specifically teenage girls having unrealistic expectations of themselves based on and Instagram was named as one of the culprits for showing them things that were damaging to their self-esteem. And this ran all the way up to Congress, and the head of Instagram was pulled in front of Congress to explain what he was doing to fix the situation. Now, folks, that's like asking McDonald's what they're going to do to fix the nutrition problem in America. When you're asking a business whose job is to give people what they want, it's a very strange thing to go in and say, well, now you've got to make sure that you make decisions for these people as to what they want based on, and here's where the murky part is, based on what? Who decides 
how many times I can eat at McDonald's? Who decides how many times I can watch bodybuilders on Instagram and feel, gosh, I just don't match up? At what point is it no longer inspiration and it's damaging to my self-esteem? Now, we can debate what that point is, but the fact is, who do you want to make the decision as to where that point is? Who do you want to make the decision as to what you see on Instagram? And we're talking about completely legal things. And we're not even talking about politics here, which, which is another point. How much do we want our social media to choose what politics we see? Because they would love to just show you whatever's out there if it increases the amount of time you put on their platform. But as soon as we start making them responsible for what we do with the information that we ask that platform for, then you start to get into some very strange lands. But that's not a land that you and I are going to visit on this podcast episode. The only reason I bring it up is because these are the pressures that Instagram is under, and I believe that this is why we have these different feed options. Now you're saying, what do you mean different feed options? We have one home feed. That's right. We have one home feed now, but in 2022, we are going to be getting the choice of three different home feeds. And these will be launched at different times in different locations. And and that's how Instagram does it. They'll test the market. Like they'll release a feature into India and see how it does. And then they'll release the feature into the U.S. and see how it does. And once they've worked all the bugs out and they say, okay, yeah, we're happy with it, then everybody gets it. This is just standard. But sometime in 2022, you're going to be getting a choice of which feed you want for your home feed. One is going to be called home. And that's basically what we have now. It's Instagram deciding based on your likes what to show you. The next is interesting. It's called favorites. It's where you decide what accounts you want to see. And I actually like this one a lot because I have a lot of accounts that I follow that are business oriented and a lot that are customer oriented. And it'd be really nice to be able to break those up. The third is called following. And this is where it's a chronological feed of all the accounts that you follow. So as soon as they post something, that goes in. It's called reverse chronological order. So if you follow 500 accounts and they each post one a day, you go to this uh, following feature and you're going to see all 500 of those posts in the reverse order of when they were posted. Now, we can all decide what that means for us personally as consumers as to whether we like any of those or not. And here's the kicker. You have to decide every time you open up Instagram which one you want to see. Default, you're going to get the standard feed that Instagram curates. And if you want to just see your favorites or the following one, then you've got to select that upon opening up the app each and every time. So you can tell that this isn't a feature that was put on because Instagram believed it would make their users all giddy with pleasure. If it was, this would be in settings. Unfortunately, what I suspect this is from is from all of that pressure that I talked about from Congress. And by doing this, Instagram can now say that you have the power to take the Instagram algorithm out of the loop and you can have just the raw accounts that you follow. You have control over what's on your feed. What this does is I don't think it makes the product better. I think it allows Instagram to say they no longer have responsibility for what you are seeing because you are deciding what you see. And I suspect we are all going to try these things once or twice and say, wow, I love that we now have power over what we see. And then we're not going to use them again. We may go into the favorites and decide, okay, I want to see this subsection of uh, what I've been following. I follow all sorts of animal accounts and I decide, hey, I want to see a little bit more about emerald tree boas. 
yeah, I can go into the favorites where I have all of my Emerald Treeboa accounts. But for all the attention that the whole following feature where you get a chronological feed of all the accounts that you follow, I think we're going to find that we don't like that. I don't think anybody is going to use that regularly because there's a reason why you don't see your cousin's posts. It's because you never interacted with them. If you really wanted to see your cousin's baby on your Instagram feed day in, day out, you would be liking those posts. You would be commenting on those posts. You'd be saving them. You would be interacting with your cousin's baby posts. The fact is, you're not. You may want everybody to believe that you would love to see your cousin's baby posts, but the fact is, you spend your time looking at BMX racing posts, and that's what Instagram is going to show you. So what we've got now is a bunch of people with their feed of BMX racing posts that they interact with all the time, complaining that they don't see their cousin's baby. Well, Instagram has had enough of all of that complaining and people blaming them for the people's actions. So they're saying, okay, the power is now yours. So I see these changes not as something that the product management team decided this would be great for the consumers. It's what the legal and PR team decided is best for Instagram to get out of the congressional heat and the, what I would call, unfair accusations. Now, there's my commentary, but it's going to happen. So let's get into the analysis as to what this means for those of us who are entrepreneurs in the reptile world. And my analysis is, at this point, I think there's going to be a lot of talk about it, a lot of buzz about it, but I don't think it's going to have any real effect on what we do. And the reason is that the choice between these three different feeds is not in settings. It's something that somebody has to change each and every time they go onto Instagram. And I don't think any of those experiences are going to entice and entertain them as much as the curated feed that is specifically designed to show them exactly what they have shown they like. So I think it's going to be business as usual. Now, the one thing we've got to watch is now that Instagram has given us these token other options, what are they going to do with their curated feed? And what I mean is, now that they no longer have to worry about making sure that the accounts that we follow are sprinkled in there, they are free to show us anything that they think we will like. And so I think what we're going to see is a feed that looks a whole lot more like the Explore page, where we're going to be getting things from other accounts. And, and this isn't necessarily my genius. This is the head of Instagram came right out and said, yeah, we're going to be showing you more experiences. And so the question is, how much more are they going to show us? How much do they want to show us of the accounts that we follow and how much do they want to show us new accounts to get us to follow, to have more interaction on the app? And so this brings up a very interesting situation. The situation is, who are you going to be shown to? You may not be shown to a person just because they follow you. You may now be shown to people because of your keywords and hashtags and the people that interact with your account. Because that's how Instagram judges all of your content as to whether to show you as a suggested account. When they suggest your profile to other people and say, you might like this, they're looking at the keywords, the hashtags, they're looking at who interacts with your account. So I think it's possible that this may actually be good for us because it's going to allow us to be shown to more people. Now, someone in the back is going to raise their hand and say, yeah, but wait a minute. 
If we're now being shown to people who are not our followers, that means that when we go to our home feed, we're seeing people we don't follow, which means that all of these followers that I've gathered on my account aren't going to be shown my content because they're being shown everybody else's content that they don't follow. And I'm going to say if that is the situation and Instagram does push the feed off in that direction, I don't think that's going to be a big problem for us. As long as we concentrate on having a optimized bio, quality content, and an active strategy to nurture our followers, I think we'll be able to take care of who we have already. And what I mean by an active strategy to nurture our followers, I mean use the tools that we have that strengthens those relationships like Stories. Stories is the best one that we've got. That feature, Stories, is specifically designed to nurture relationships between you and your followers. And that is your most powerful tool. Yes, your post may be the initial introduction to your account, but you need to take it deeper than your feed. You need to take it into Stories to really make these followers dedicated followers. And we'll be talking about follower retention in a soon-to-come episode. But those are strategies we should be doing now. It doesn't matter when this change happens. So from what I know about these changes to our home feed, I think that we will be successful if we continue on with the best practices that we have now. And I don't think it's going to be a big upheaval of anything that we're doing. I think it's going to be a spike of people talking about it. And then people aren't going to be using the feature. So my rating on the latest news of... Instagram changing the feed and giving us three options is don't worry about it. When it comes to your account, you can play with it, but I don't think that it's going to change any of the strategies that we employ. Now, once it is released, I'm going to take a look at it and I'll let you know if my prediction holds true and if we need to make any modifications to how we approach Instagram. Now, one interesting thing that we did get from the head of Instagram is they're going to be doing much more focus on direct messaging. There was no details as to what that meant. But they're talking about making it easier. Whatever that means, I don't know. But this is good for us. Because one of the powerful features about Instagram is it allows us that one-on-one relationship building of direct messaging. That's the one thing missing from YouTube. And I have no idea why they haven't implemented that yet, but they haven't. But if you look at the relationship with your follower, first, they get to know you through your post or you are suggested to them by the algorithm, they come to your profile, okay, and they decide to follow you. That's another level deeper. Then they see that you've got stories and they start getting to know you through your stories. And then you start going deeper and deeper. And finally, they really want to get involved with whatever it is that you are doing, whatever product you are selling, whatever outreach you are part of. And then they message you directly. And that's taking it much deeper in the relationship. So any developing of those tools further just increases our ability to develop deep relationships with our followers. So I'm excited to see what it is they have in store for us. They haven't let us know yet, but as soon as I know, I'll let you know. Anyway, that's my thoughts for the day after Thursday. Thank you for joining me here, and I'll keep you up to date as to what's going on in the world as it applies to the reptile entrepreneurs. Have a good day, and I will see you at the next regularly scheduled episode, which is going out on Monday. See you then.